official Green Bay Packer fight song. Jason Wildey, our green and gold insider, joins us right now. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? I like to think of that more as my theme music, my walk-up music. Yeah, It kind of is. It was either going to be that or Colby Calais today because you probably heard Aaron <laughs> reference her afterwards. I think that was a shout-out. I, I think he wants to date her. Oh, yeah, Blue, Blue of Earth has... Uh, is out of the rotation. So she seems to have disappeared. Yeah, yeah she kind of. Yeah, she's, she's. You know, you know the the dating game now, which I I am thankful that I do not have to participate in. Now, now it's like, oh, did he unfollow her on Instagram? Right, right. Yeah. Ugh, okay. yeah. I know. All right, so I'm going to talk about what I thought as a Packer fan. The most encouraging thing that I saw in the game, it, it was Sammy Watkins, not just his block on Christian Watson's 46-yard touchdown run, but the enthusiasm with which he blocked and then was so fired up that Watson was going to score. I think that says a lot about team chemistry and the fact that Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers truly, even though they have a 4.8% chance of making the playoffs, have not given up on the season. What say you? Yeah, I, I definitely believe they haven't given up on the season. I think they would have when it was 16 to three uh, mm-hmm. and had that continued to go that direction. And the bears certainly did their part to keep the Packers season afloat. Um, I think Sammy was just excited to have done something. <laughs> Finally. He's, uh, True. he's been uh, relatively unproductive yes. uh, during his first season with the Packers. But yeah, look, he, he also had a nice block on, uh, on AJ Dillon's touchdown. So, you know what I thought was what stood out to me was that they they finished the fourth quarter um, by basically playing the complimentary football that we have heard. You know we hear them use that phrase all the time: complimentary football, complimentary mm-hmm. football. Well, what does that mean? It means that all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, actually contribute simultaneously to you having a chance to win. And all too often this season, we, you know, we've seen there's a game where the defense plays really well, but the offense is garbage. And then we see a game where the offense finally puts points up, but the defense you know, allows Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to run for 363 yards. And so it's just been one of those years where they, just, they can't all play well on the same day, and at least in the fourth quarter, maybe not the rest of the day, but certainly enough of the game to win. Uh, they all played well, and, and whether it was Dean Lowry blocking a field goal or Mason Crosby kicking that go-ahead field goal or the interception by Jair Alexander after uh, being posted by a couple of the Bears receivers earlier in the game, all those things kind of came together at once, and, and obviously they are where they are now with uh, with still 4.8%. I don't have any idea how they come to that number. Yeah, I don't either. Chance to be able to play in playoffs. All right, so on Thursday, I asked if they'd be able to stop the run, and in the beginning of the game, I thought, okay, well, nope, I guess we can't. No. Yeah. Uh, but okay, and then, you know, I think what happened, like, in, what happens in the locker room at halftime to, you know, go from that first half to how they play in the second half? Are they cheering each other out? Are they getting yelled at? Like, what, what's happening? Well, I don't know if anyone got yelled at for their run defense, but according to Jair Alexander, uh, he got yelled at by his defensive teammates and the coaches uh, for giving up those big plays. And, and I guess he, he 
misplayed both of those and and got yelled at by his teammates. So as far as stopping the run, I mean, you know, look, they they obviously make some adjustments during halftime and, you know, in terms of how they're going to approach stopping the run, whether it's moving guys around or changing personnel. But, they look, they weren't – let's be honest, they still weren't very good. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a – this is a limited offense. This is, you know, the other thing about the Bears is that their offensive line is kind of in shambles. Like, one of the reasons why the Eagles were so good and one of the reasons why the Bears weren't able to sustain how well they ran the ball at the beginning of the game is because their offensive line isn't very good in comparison to the Eagles. So, you know, I'm not sure it was that much of an adjustment or just execution, but uh, they definitely were better defensively and gave themselves a chance in the second half. But, what they have the the kicker Cairo Santos he mm-hmm. missed the missed an extra point missed the field goal had a field goal blocked I mean you know when you when you win a game by nine points uh, those seven points uh, make a big difference in the case of the what could happen next to David Bakhtiari year oh. so Friday he has a little bit of a tinge in his abdomen and he doesn't know it he has appendicitis oh. that's incredible yeah he's had quite the year exactly. You know, he obviously was in good spirits because when when the Packers uh, announced that and then he, he said that, you know, he kind of said on Twitter how he, he had discovered this. I was just, the biggest question I had was, is it like when you have a tonsillectomy? Do they give you ice cream and popsicles afterwards? I don't think so. And so, and, and I wasn't even asking him. I just, I didn't, I didn't tag him or anything. I just, you know, asked that question and I got a response and he said it was jello. Uh. Which, uh, sorry, I'm not willing to give up my appendix for Jello. I'm not willing to like Jello, but look, he is—he has been really good, Marcus, when he has played, and I think it's one of the many interesting off-season storylines that we're going to have to watch because I think that there was a point this season where he felt like, well, after all the setbacks and all the issues he's had, there's no way they're going to keep paying this guy, mm-hmm. but. You know, maybe if he can actually turn the corner and be a year out, you know, I'd do a show obviously with a guy who tore his ACL twice. Um, you know, it that's that first year back, you're not really truly back. And I think we're seeing it with Robert Tunyon. Like, Robert Tunyon was an explosive player in 2020. Like, he caught, he, he ran routes down the seam, he'd ca- catch the ball and have yards after the catch. He's not that same guy. And while we focused on Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari coming back from their ACLs, it seems to me that Robert Tunyon, while he's been able to play in all the games, which those other two guys can't say, no, he, he just isn't the same player this year. And, and he's in a tough spot because he's going to be a free agent after this season, and this has certainly not helped his, his market value. We're talking to Jason Wildey. Jason, do you think Rich Basaccia has any sort of limits on Keyshawn Nixon I think he, he returned to kick maybe seven or eight yards in the end zone. He just came out. Uh, he seems like, yeah. I mean, he's just trying to bust it, I understand. But at some point, don't you just kneel and take the ball on the 25? Yeah, and he's got Aaron Rodgers as kind of the, the devil on one shoulder telling him to take it out all the time. Oh, which, okay. You know, again, um, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of sway in that place, maybe more than he should, but uh, it's funny because Rich Basaccia has known Keyshawn Nixon for a really long time. In fact, he briefly recruited him uh, to Auburn coming out of high school, except Rich only held that job for like a month, and then he got a job with the Cowboys and he left. But they were together with the Raiders for three years. Um, 
Keyshawn's a different cat, man. Like he is, he is absolutely fearless. I was talking to him. I wish Aaron Rodgers had said what he did after the game last week because I wrote a long Sunday story about Keyshawn. But you know, he play, he grew up in Long Beach. He played in this Pop Warner League that Snoop Dogg founded. And he said, I, I'm from Long Beach. I ain't afraid of nothing. And Faux he shizzle. plays like he ain't afraid of <laughs> Marcus just Marcus just that. said faux shizzle. Uh-huh. Okay, you got him to say faux shizzle. I I, just that. in case you thought that was Snoop, it was Marcus. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> I, I get those two confused so many all times. The time. All the time. They're both skinny now, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I just I, I think that the, that he definitely gives them an energy boost, right? I mean, if you look back on the Philly game, he had fifty-two and fifty-three yard returns. I mean, that that really does. You can feel the energy that that gives you but the problem is is that if it's not blocked up or he doesn't find a hole and you start on the 17 yard line that ain't bringing you much energy right and that's bringing you a much longer field than you would have if he just took the touchback jason why didn't they challenge aj Dillon's run in that first possession of the third quarter he clearly wasn't down that would have been a first down and they had to give that ball back yeah and that's the same question that aaron Rodgers was asking and the answer is they couldn't why? Yeah. He was ruled he was ruled down by contact. So once that that has been determined oh. uh even though the you know I think we've seen it too like when the whistle blows and there's a fumble and it shouldn't have been called it should have been called a fumble but it's not because the play had stopped and if the whistle blows obviously guys hear the whistle and they stop playing. I don't think that was necessarily the case there but that was the ruling. So he Matt LaFleur if you were mad at him and Aaron I was. Rogers would be would be among them. Uh, you owe Matt Lafleur an apology. He certainly knew that he that it was a bad call, but he was told on the sideline that that was not reviewable, so he couldn't waste the challenge on it. Now, what Matt Lafleur screwed up, and I again, I I know there's been some real criticism of him this year, and much of it deserved, but he flat out said that he was so ticked off that he let it affect him. And that he couldn't review it, and he did not have a very good play call for the third down call that followed, and he screwed that up. And so he said it was an important lesson that no matter what happens, you have to stay focused, and, and he failed there. So while you, can be, you, you can't be mad at him for not challenging the play, uh, he basically told you you can be mad at him for not – handling the adversity of not being able to challenge the play because then he screwed up the third down call and they had a punt. And finally, mm-hmm. uh, A.J. Dillon said that he used dad's strength to take over the run game. Of course, they announced last week he and his lovely that they were going to have a baby. And I just want to say that if you talk to A.J. Dillon, tell him if he thinks dad's strength is amazing, wait till he sees mom's strength. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, I, 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 you... you there are, we're all parents on this panel. Uh, that's a cute story at all, and I love his uh, rocking the football baby celebration. But I got news for him. Uh, he's going to have dad fatigue. <laughs> True. And so enjoy this alleged dad strength for while you have it, because when you're not sleeping, you will have dad exhaustion. And it will last for decades, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> All right, Jason, thank you for the insight. We'll uh, read your stuff and listen. We'll chat with you later in the week. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, our Green and Gold Insider, is brought to you today by DJ's Transmissions, serving Milwaukee 
for over 40 years and also brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solutions to your pain, qckinetics.com. Jason Wildey is part of what we do here on The Morning KLH.